Welcome to Podcast Monetization Tips. If you're an online coach, consultant, or service provider looking to learn how to leverage a podcast to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's kick off this episode with an inspiring success story from one of my past clients that is applying the exact same methods that I'm teaching you here in this limited series podcast. I had a podcast, but I didn't know where to go. I was struggling to really come up with growth strategies to increase my monthly downloads and the interaction that I had with my podcast listeners. I started working with Adam in the podcasting business school and my monthly downloads began to skyrocket. The level of interaction that I had with my podcast listeners, both on the podcast and on social media, continues to increase. If you're looking to find a way to grow your reach, find a way to really pour into your audience, then I would suggest working with Adam in the podcasting business school. Those tools, tips, and techniques that you're going to learn are going to be priceless. What's up, pod pals? It's your buddy, Adam. I want to welcome you to podcast monetization tips. Today, we're talking about the three podcast brand levels. All right. This is a very important topic because a lot of online content creators get in their head and beat themselves up and quit prematurely because they don't understand where they're at and how to kind of dial in their expectations for how long it's going to take to see success. So if you are an online coach, online consultant, a service provider, you probably have a goal of transforming well, first growing an online audience via podcasting and then transforming those listeners and followers into paying clients. So I want to help you figure out what level your brand is currently at. And then let's set some expectations on what we need to be doing action step wise and how long it's going to probably take. Obviously I'm estimating. All right. I'm no, no, no Stradamus over here, uh, but I'm just kind of estimating, giving you some ideas and some, and some parameters as to how long this could potentially take based off of my experience and me working with hundreds of podcasters at this point. And so I've got a pretty good pool to work from. All right. So the brand levels, uh, I have labeled these as follows. Uh, we have already famous. That's kind of the top brand level. You are out there and people know who you are. All right. If your face is on a billboard, they know who you are. Uh, already famous. Congratulations. The middle brand level is what I call 1,000 true fans. And then the third brand level is what I call starting from zero. All right. And in case you're wondering where I started with this brand, with my podcasting business school brand, uh, I should say, is I started from zero. So I started with no podcast listeners, no podcast, uh, you know, super fans, no social media no email list, no monetization offerings, zero. All right. So, um, yeah, so I think that uh, will be some helpful uh, experience that I can kind of unpack in this episode. All right. So again, this is important information because we have to understand where you're at and then form your game plan accordingly, mainly so we can avoid that imposter syndrome and comparison syndrome where you're like, but you know, XYZ influencer says they have 2 million downloads per episode and they're making millions of dollars every time they launch something. Why isn't this same 
thing working for me. And we have to look at like where our brand is at currently. And it's probably not in the same zone. A lot of these people that are podcasting heroes or online entrepreneur heroes or online marketing heroes are already famous at this point where they've got millions of fans, giant email lists, giant marketing teams. And if you're starting from zero, you may not, you're not allowed to compare yourself to that person, beat yourself up about it and quit because you aren't there. All right. Just ain't going to happen. So let's unpack these uh, three different levels and uh, some expectations around this. So the easiest one to unpack is the already famous. So if you are Will Ferrell and you start a podcast, it will launch as the number one podcast in the world, which it did. He's put his face on there, called it the Ron Burgundy podcast and number one show right out the gate, huge sponsorship opportunity, opportunity for immediate success. So if you are famous listening to this podcast, thank you. First of all, famous people, you know, shout out Will Ferrell, if you're listening, you know, whatever, you know, lots, lots of important people, I'm sure. But um, that's not most of us. And that for sure as hell wasn't me. All right. Uh, so let's get past that. Let's look at the middle tier, the middle level, which is what I call the, the 1000 true fans level. I do know that there are several of you out there listening that fit the bill with this. And the easiest way to figure out if you're in this um, stage or not, this level or not, is if you've got about a thousand people either on your email list or that follow you on a particular social media platform and you're getting some engagement from that, then I would consider you a very strong candidate for the 1,000 true fans level. So if you are doing a podcast and you're getting 1,000 downloads per episode, email list around 1,000, a social media platform around 1,000, you're definitely at this level, all right? And this is a great place to be. This is where we can operate and there's lots of financial opportunities. So it's the goal here isn't to get to the famous level. Like I'm not there. I'm doing just fine. All right. Um, you know, I'm waiting on my movie deal to come in, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I wouldn't say no, just if there are any movie, you know, directors out there listening in, just keep me in mind. Um, so with this 1000 true fans level, if you already have this and you're launching a brand new show, it's great because you can use your established audience during launch week or you can use it to promote your show um, now. That's, I mean, it's awesome. And it, it surprises me that there are a lot of podcasters that have, you know, a thousand or 2000 person email list or have a social media account that has like five or 10,000 people on it and they don't promote to it. They're like, oh, they're like afraid, afraid that people will just unfollow them, unsubscribe, you know, whatever. Because they're talking about a podcast episode. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you have a great free piece of content. You aren't selling them anything. You're going, hey, if you like this, you'll probably love my podcast where I get to get in your earbuds every, every single week. So if that is you, do not be shy about promoting and incorporating your podcast content into your email marketing, into your social media marketing, because your people are going to love it. Your super fans want more of you. So give them more of you. Don't be shy about it. All right. Now, if you're at this level, I think the primary focus for you, for business, needs to be converting your email list and social media followers into podcast listeners. I feel like that will translate into creating more client opportunities because people, you know, they consume podcast listening, like I talked about earlier in one of the superpowers 
podcast listening is different from the way people consume emails and social media. Like I want you to be in their earbuds. I want you to be the literal voice of reason in their ears every single week. And if we can establish that in addition to them following us on social, them, you know, answering our emails or opening our emails and kind of consuming that content, this just levels us up to super fan status. And they're much more likely to purchase from us because think about all those extra exposures they're getting. If they open one email, uh, per week, hopefully they're super fans, maybe half of that, then that's like a kind of a slow exposure rate marketing wise. Let's say you got 200 podcast episodes and you put that out there and man, they binge listen. They've listened to all 200. Guess who's primed to become your, your next best customer, that person. All right. Now, when we talk about the business traction timeline at this phase, uh, if you are walking in and launching your show and you've already got your thousand true fans, I think you seeing business success is a one to three year timeline, depending on what your business goals are. All right. You're going to fast track it a little bit. This definitely, definitely helps, but you do have to market to your thousand true fans. That is an important part of this. All right. Let's go into that third tier that I called starting from zero. And this is where most people are at with the podcast and it's the hardest position to start from, but it's possible. And I am living, breathing proof of this pod pals. So uh, if you like, there's nothing to leverage when you launch or to consistently market, like you've got to build everything up from zero. Uh, now, if you are in this position, you're getting ready to launch a show. One strategy that I've used with my clients is what I call a 20 person promo posse. So we don't have an email list to promote to. We don't have a social media to promote to. So you have to leverage connections. So I want you to get a list of 20 people that can be in your promo posse that are friends, mentors, family members, uh, people you hang around with on social media that you know, you're, you're friends with and say, hey, I'm launching a show. I need your help. I need you to hit the subscribe button. I need you to listen to an episode. I need you to maybe screenshot it, share it on your Instagram story. Uh, maybe they have email lists. They could share it out. And we need to start forming that promotion posse as soon as possible. You can really do this at any time, not even just with, with your launch. If you need a little boost in your podcast, um, discoverability or visibility, this is a great technique to implement. All right. Now, when it comes to focus points, when you are starting from zero, number one focus point, consistent weekly content. We cannot be that person that's randomly putting out content because if you don't consistently show up for your audience. They will not consistently show up for you. Point blank, period. So you have to consistently put out that content, weekly content. I'm big on that. Find a way. We've already talked about this in this audio series. That's focus point number one. And we just have to get our reps in there. And this will be more difficult than you think. You'll knock out those first few episodes. Got it. Launch week. Cool. I'm, I'm, a couple ahead and all of a sudden you forget to record one week and you're like, Ooh, I got to get some out tomorrow. Yo, like, let's get it going. So we have to be ready for that. We have to be ready for that difficulty because we're learning how to be a podcaster. In the first year that you are a podcaster, you are learning how to be a podcaster. Really the first hundred episodes. All right. One of the big lessons and the focus points, consistent weekly content. All right. Once we get that, we move to focus point number two, which is relationship building. And with this, I really like finding one to two social media platforms and we build relationships. All right. So 
at first you're going to be putting out content and maybe you create like a video clip of your, your episode and you share that out on every social media platform. Eventually within that first hundred episodes, I want you to eventually pare all that down to one to two social media platforms where you really feel like you speak the language, you're getting it natural, organic engagement. And it just feels like it's, it's easy to do. You, you, like I said, you speak that language, you can create stuff at the drop of a hat. You can just flip on the camera and go live or whatever it is you like to do. And it's working and we get rid of the rest because that's just a waste of time. So one to two focus social media platforms. We build relationships there. Also, I want you to start building relationships via weekly newsletters. So this is one I get a lot of a pushback on, but we are starting from zero. So we got to build an email list via lead magnets. And that'll be a, a different topic that we're going to cover here uh, shortly in this audio series. But we start getting our lead mag magnets out there. We start getting people on our email list. And I want you to send a weekly newsletter. And this is for somebody that's starting in the starting from zero position. This is how we compete with the already famous people all the way up the food chain. Because we are willing to be boots on the ground. We are willing to reach out and communicate. We are willing to initiate engagement. We are willing to talk to these people and communicate effectively where the already famous are untouchable. All right. Will Farrell, I can't kick him an email, but if you want to kick me an email, go for it. Podcasting business school, gmail.com. Want to send me a DM on Instagram, podcasting business school, send me a DM. I will personally DM you back. Nobody touches that. I do it. All right. That's how we win. That's how we win. One relationship at a time, one super fan at a time, you are starting from zero. All right. So the first thing is like, all right, get my first 10 super fans. Let's go. Then we move to the next 50. Then we move to 100. 100 becomes 500. 500 becomes 1,000. All of a sudden, we're you know, ramping up in a, a, a very quick, we hit that hockey stick growth that everybody's looking for. All right. So that is focus point number two in the starting from zero. We got to really dial in on relationship building. Focus point number three in this level, networking with other podcasters in your niche or in complementary niches, all right? So if you are doing interviews on your show, prioritize interviewing people that have podcasts so that you can network with them, all right? Very few people, especially podcasters, say no to going on someone else's show. And you get to make friends. You may get an invite back on their show. Maybe they do an online summit. Maybe they need a speaker for their mastermind. Like this is how my calendar gets filled. I just network and add value and invite people onto my show. They invite me on theirs and I get booked for masterminds and speaking on stages and contributing to books and blogs and all this other stuff. It's just relationship building. And the more that you do this, the more that you put an effort into this as a podcaster, the more you're going to see back uh, and just awesomeness return back to you. So that is focus point number three, network your podcasting butt off, get to know other people in your space, add value, look for opportunities to bring people on your show if it makes sense, but prioritize podcasters with the hopes of getting invited back onto their show and a double collaboration situation. Always good. Now the business traction timeline, this is where I'm going to shoot you straight. I will never lie to you all. I'm going to speak from the heart on this one. The, track, the business traction timeline on this is three to five years. You got to be locked in and go, okay, playing the long game. 
three to five freaking years. The first 100 episodes, you're figuring out how to be a podcaster, dialing in things like your message, your content, your branding, your SEO, getting the two-thirds rule dialed in with your content strategy, figuring out how to do lead magnets, email lists, building newsletters, social media, all that stuff happens. Like it took me three years to make any money. All right. If you, if you hang around in my world, I'll teach you how to make money a lot quicker than that. But you have to lock in and go, okay, for me to reach my business goals, I know a lot of you want to do this full time. Like I would love to be just an online content creator and I get clients and kind of do what I'm doing, you know, like three day work week, make enough money and we're super fulfilled and happy with the way that we get to live our life and run our business. But I mean, it took me seven years to get there. So, you know, three to five, the thing it really boils down to pod pals, I'm going to end on this is if you're starting from zero, the why the capital W H Y behind why you're doing all this, it has to be greater than the combined force of all of the why nots. So your why must be greater than the combined force of all of the why nots. All the why nots will happen. The imposter syndrome, the comparison syndrome. Nobody buys your first thing. Nobody buys your second thing. You spend so much money building your third thing. Nobody buys that either. You hire somebody to help you build the fourth thing. Nobody buys that either. Like this is my story. But I was like, you know what, damn it. I know that the end vision is possible because I see other people doing it and I feel like I'm just as talented as them. I've got what it takes. Like I felt that definitely inside my heart. Like I knew it. All right. I know a lot of you are there. You have to put in the work. I want you to hang in my world because I've walked this path. All right. And I can show you how to definitely press that fast forward button, which is a big part about what this whole audio series is about. Let's hit that fast forward button as a service provider, as an online coach, as a consultant. These are all the lessons that I wish somebody had grabbed me and force fed me back in 2015. And if I had these lessons, it would not have taken me three years to make any money, five years to go full time and seven years to realize my dream of a three day work week and a six figure paycheck. All right. But I'm not complaining. I'm very, you know, the fact that it took me seven years, I don't care. I'm here. I'm loving it. All right. So stay tuned, keep implementing, get in the workbook after every episode. I've got homework after every episode. Some episodes have more than one homework item. Get in the workbook. The link is in the show notes. Implement, implement, implement your butt off pod pals. And you can hit that fast forward button. You hit the fast forward button on this and fast track your business, not by just listening to the episodes. You hit that fast forward button by implementing what you learn on these episodes. There is a huge difference. Be an implementer, getting in the workbook, uh, look at the episode seven homework. And with that, I'm going to send you out into the world, wishing you health, happiness, and many downloads. I'll see you in the next episode.